This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. President Trump will send the military to secure our southern border. You heard that correct, President Trump announced this week he will send the military to secure the southern border. We'll get more into that in a minute. But in the meantime, you are listening to Exposing Washington with your host, Walker Wildman, on the American Family Radio Network. Good afternoon, everyone. Good Saturday afternoon. I hope you're having a great weekend, a great rest weekend from work. But we're going to stay busy here. We're going we're gonna to keep working on this Saturday afternoon. To find out more about the show, you can visit AFR.net on the, web, on, the, on the World Wide Web, AFR.net. And also on your, on your mobile device, you can download our podcast. On your mobile device, you can download the Exposing Washington podcast. Maybe you can't catch the entire show live on Saturday afternoons, but... You can listen to the podcast whenever you would like, whenever you would like. I hear some folks tell me they listen to the podcast maybe on the way to work, maybe you have a long commute or during your lunch break or other times. If you download the podcast, you choose when to listen to the show. Lastly, you can find me on Twitter at Walker Wildman, at Walker Wildman. Well, as I said to start off the show, President Trump announced this week National Guard troops are going to the southern border to help and aid Customs and Border Patrol officials. And we're going to go straight to a clip. This is clip one. President Trump here is, this is the first hint, I guess you could say, that he was going to send the National Guard to the southern border. Let's listen. So uh, we are preparing for the military to secure our border between Mexico and the United States. Uh, we have a meeting on it in a little while with General Mattis and everybody, and uh, I think that it's something we have to do. Well, there you have it. President Trump there in a, in a, in a meeting, in a, in a meeting slash press conference said, we're looking at sending troops to the southern border. Now, that was earlier this week. And you might ask, how does this work? How, you know, how is this going to work? Has, has any president done this before? Questions like that. Very good questions. And the, the, the answer is, yes, this has been done before. As a matter of fact, this was done under both President Bush, the second Bush, President Bush, and President Obama. Both of those presidents authorized the National Guard to go and aid in securing our southern border. Well, the technical answer as to how this works is this. In federal law, there is something called Title 32, Title 32 under federal law. And what Title 32 does is it outlines what the National Guard in each state can be used for, what they can be used for, what their role is. 
what kind of authority they have. That's what Title 32 outlines. And really, it's, it's only about two pages. It's only about two pages of federal law. The reason I say only is because most federal law, different areas, take hundreds of pages. But about two pages of federal law outline what the National Guard can do. And so here's how it works. The, uh, a state's governor, under Title 32, a state's governor can deploy National Guard to their border, to the, to their, their, the, st- the border of their state, so long as it um, is on the border of the U.S., such as U.S.-Mexico border. For example, Arkansas does not border another country, obviously, so this, uh, this wouldn't be uh, used in this specific sense there. But nonetheless, without getting uh, too confusing here, the governor can send the National Guard to the border in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, or California on the su- southern side, but he has to have approval from the executive branch. So the governor of the state, such, let's just take Texas, for example. Governor Greg Abbott, can send National Guard troops to the Texas-Mexico border, but he needs approval from President Trump and the Department of Defense. He needs approval from the executive branch. And so uh, th- th- this is how this is going to work, or that is how this is going to work. President Trump is going to work with several governors in sending National Guard troops to the border. Now, thus far... All of the governors have at least signaled that they would comply, that they would comply with President Trump's wishes. Um, The only one I think might object, and we'll see, is Governor Brown, I believe it is, of California. You know, they're far lefties. They're for open borders. They are for illegal immigration and so on. We talked about this two weeks ago with their sanctuary city policies. Nonetheless, that is what President Trump is up to this week, and it is effective immediately. It is effective immediately. He has, as of Thursday, uh, really as of Wednesday, as of uh, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, April 4th, President Trump signed the executive order that would get this process going, that would get this process going. And... Uh, Some of you might be saying, well, what are they going to do on the border? What's the National Guard going to do on the border? What is, quote, their rules of engagement, for lack of a better term? Well, from my understanding, they will initially, at least, they will not be able to apprehend illegal immigrants. They will not be able to arrest illegal immigrants. And from my understanding, they will also not be armed. They will not have weapons on them. So, and then now is where some of you are going, just like me. Well, then what are they doing there? Is this just a waste of money? Is it a show of force? What purpose do they serve if they cannot make arrest and be armed? Because I need to remind you, or rather I need to remind the Democrats and the left, you don't need reminding of this, that there are more than little kids crossing the southern border. There are drugs and criminals crossing the southern border. And so um, that is why I would suggest we need armed National Guard on the southern border. 
So, uh, so the, initially they will not be armed and they will not be able to apprehend. But there are ways that that they can be given authority to arrest and apprehend. And to, to prove that, here is a story out of Newsmax. Out of Newsmax. Now, this is a relatively old story, I believe. Let's see, back in 2016 or 2015. So this is not a story from this week. But nonetheless, many of you remember when Governor Rick Perry, former Governor Rick Perry of Texas, sent troops to the border under President Obama. He sent roughly 1,000 troops to the border under President Obama. Well, this story says that the Texas National Guard could get the power to arrest or the powers to arrest. And so it says here, this is a quote here, that in the past... The National Guard has not had the power to make arrest or apprehend people in cases when the federal government authorizes their deployment. But because the governor authorized it himself, the law allows for him to grant the National Guard those powers. So that is a very important note for those wondering, can they be given the power to arrest? The answer is yes, they can be given the power to arrest. And I would really encourage that because, first of all, first of all, I think there should be two, this should be twofold here. I think that they should be able to arrest, and I think that they should be armed. I think that they should be armed because, as I mentioned earlier, there are drug cartels with heavy weapons on the southern border, and they would love nonetheless to take out one of our guardsmen, one of our guardsmen, and that would be horrific. No one wants to see that. But even if they aren't, let's just say worst case scenario, they're not given the power to arrest and they're not armed. I still believe that they serve a purpose. I still believe that they serve a purpose. (coughs) Their purpose would be this. They would serve as surveillance for the Border Patrol agents. The National Guard would serve to surveil the southern border and tip off Border Patrol. So what this would do is it would allow Border Patrol to, instead of Border Patrol serving in two functions to surveil the border and to make arrest, they could simply travel around and make arrest. So what would happen is the National Guard would tip off Border Patrol. They would tip off Border Patrol that they see illegal aliens crossing our southern border, and then Border Patrol could then respond and make arrest, could then respond and make arrest. It would make for a much more efficient system down there. So so for those, and, and, and I was one of those at first that said, well, what are they doing down there? If they can't make arrest and, they, and they're not armed, what are they doing down there? Well, I still think they're going to serve a legitimate purpose down there if they aren't, even if they aren't given powers to arrest. But if we want to utilize their time and utilize taxpayer dollars, the governors of each state need to give the National Guardsmen the power to apprehend and make arrest until they can hand the criminals over to Customs and Border Patrol agents or immigration agents, federal immigration agents. And if I were President Trump, you know, he's going to get a lot of flack from this. And there may be even some Republicans who complain about this. But I'm going to be honest. If I were President Trump, 
I would leave the National Guard on the border the rest of his presidency. I would leave them down there as long as I possibly could. Of course, in conjunction with the state's governors. But, but, but we need them down there. And if anyone says anything, then, then give them two options. We leave the National Guard on the border or we build a wall. You pick. You pick. And of course, they're not going to pick either one. But I would say this. President Trump is simply doing his job as commander-in-chief to protect this country. And none of us should be complaining about it. You're listening to Exposing Washington. We'll be back after the break. Are you personally offended by foul language on television? Even well-written, well-acted programming may be riddled with profanity and undesirable dialogue. The TV Guardian app is technology that mutes and replaces profanity, sexual references, and sacrilegious language from television programs and movies. You see, programmers are required to provide closed captioning. TV Guardian uses the closed caption to look ahead, find the offensive language, mute it, and replace the phrasing in the caption. Users of the TV Guardian app can set the filters for their family's needs using strict, moderate, or tolerant settings with or without filtering for religious or sexual references. The TV Guardian app is now providing profanity-free programming. Information is available at tvguardian.com dish. TV Guardian dot com slash dish american family radio is thankful for the support of tv guardian hello everyone i'm tim wildman president of american family association and american family radio well our june spiritual heritage tour is full and our september trip is filling up fast so if you want to go with us to washington dc and mount vernon for our spiritual heritage tour you need to sign up soon we're going to be seeing lots and lots of sites including the capitol the Library of Congress, the Supreme Court, the Jefferson and Lincoln Memorials, the Korean and Vietnam Memorials, the Arlington National Cemetery, and much, much more. For all the information on this tour, September the 19th through the 22nd, please go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com. That's spiritualheritagetours.com for all the information. And we also go to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. That's a separate trip but we put them back to back in case you want to do both of those tours. Again, that's in September. For more information, go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com. Welcome back to Exposing Washington on American Family Radio. You know, it's a little disappointing though, I guess uh, by law, uh, you're not allowed to arrest illegal immigrants. You're not allowed to invest, uh, investigate crimes, make arrests, stop or search vehicles, or seize drugs. That's very limiting, don't you think? Or can you change any of that? We, we have everything on the table, I can assure you. We're looking at every way in which we can act uh, in the executive branch. But I really will continue to ask Congress to please work with me in the next couple months to pass legislation. Some of the things you just described are absolutely a result of loopholes in our system. They probably were never meant to be there. I never talk to a senator or congressman who doesn't tell me that they're in favor of border security. Uh, so now is the time to fix it. Let's get together and, and put forward a legislative proposal that can pass. 
Well, that's Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen. Kirsten Nielsen, I believe is how you pronounce her name. And she says two things that are important there. She says two things that are important there. The first thing she says is all options are on the table. All options are on the table when it comes to giving the National Guard uh, the authority to apprehend. Secondly, allowing them to be armed, to be armed. And the second thing she says there is Congress in Washington needs to act. They need to act. And that that is very, very valid point, and we'll delve um, and, and more into that in a minute. But once again, you are listening to Exposing Washington exclusively on the American Family Radio Network. This is your host, Walker Wildman. And the, the Secretary of Homeland Security, she is right there. She is right uh, in, in, in twofold. I, I think it's excellent where she said we would keep all options on the table. We would keep all options on the table. But secondly, talking about Congress needing to close loopholes and act, you know, Congress and Washington officials, they've created this crisis. They've created this crisis at the southern border because this is, it is not like this is a new issue. Illegal immigration on the southern border is not a new issue. This issue's been around for decades. Ronald Reagan dealt with it in the 80s. Ronald Reagan dealt with it in the 80s, and I'm sure almost positive the issue was around before then of illegal immigration, specifically on our southern border. And I would make this claim. I would go as far to say that we have virtually an open border on the south side. We virtually have an open border uh, with Mexico. And the reason I say that is because there's this policy called catch and release, catch and release. Many of you heard this under President Obama. But what this does is it allows illegal immigrants to cross our border illegally. And then when border patrol agents apprehend them or arrest them, they have to end up letting them go. You, you want to know why? Well, there's various reasons why. But a couple, a couple things here. There is a shortage of beds. There is a shortage of facilities to keep criminals who cross our border, to keep criminals in jail who cross our border. That's one problem. That's one aspect, a shortage of beds, which once again highlights the urgency of this matter. The second, the second thing that <clears throat> that stands in the way from from apprehending criminals who cross our border and keeping them until we can deport them is various court rulings, various court rulings which s- say various different things, say various things, but court rulings have really hampered our border patrol. Uh, agent's ability to apprehend and keep criminals in jail until we can deport them. So uh, ver- various uh, things at play here, but, but at the end of the day, we are not allowed in, in many cases to keep criminals who cross our border in jail for very long at all before we have to release them into the general population, into the general public. So you cross our border, they take your fingerprints, take your name down, that's assuming you tell the truth. And then, who knows, a couple days, weeks later, you are released 
in to America with what to pay? Nothing. Nothing to pay. As a matter of fact, we'll probably feed you, clothe you, and provide you shelter while you are in our in our custody. Not that we shouldn't do that, but I'm just saying uh, this is all on the taxpayer dime. And at the end of the day, the folks get released. The folks get released, and that is a problem. So, and, and another another complaint that we hear coming out of, of Washington and some of the liberals is they say, well, you know, where's this money going to come from? Who's going to pay for the National Guard to go to the southern border? You know, we're in so much debt. We just don't have the money to pay for this. And I'll just say that is the most insincere argument I've ever heard. That is the most insincere argument I've ever heard. Our government spends so much money that they don't even read the bills that they authorize the money to spend on. And we talked about this last week. Or maybe two weeks ago. The government passes uh, these, these, these bloated spending bills. They don't know what's in it. And then when it comes to President Trump seeing the National Guard to the border, they're complaining about us spending too much money. Well, how about this for a change? How about you start reading legislation? How about you start reading the spending bills that you pass, politician, and then you might have some credibility when it comes to complaining about how we, how we spend money. As far as I'm concerned, we should pay for the National Guard to be at the border for eternity. We should pay for the National Guard to be at the border forever. I don't mind my taxpayer dollars going to secure our southern border. Matter of fact, I'll send some money down there myself. I'll send some money down there myself to pay for the National Guard to be at the southern border. And it's just so insincere. They go, well, we just don't have the money. Who's going to pay for that? Well, who's going to pay to bail out Obamacare? Well, the taxpayers. Who's going to pay to send money to Planned Parenthood to murder babies? Well, that's taxpayer dollars. So the government spends money like nobody's business, but yet they, they want to get all self-righteous when it comes to paying for the National Guard to go to the southern border. And another aspect of this, and this is what the Secretary of Homeland Security was hinting at or hinting towards in the clip we played at the beginning of the segment, and that is Congress needs to do something. Congress needs to do something. Will they? I highly doubt it. Will they? I really don't think so. But they need to. This is a problem that they have created. And why they have created this problem and why I can can say confidently that they are responsible is because this issue has been around for decades. People, criminals, illegals pouring across our southern border at unheard of rates And the politicians, the people in charge in Washington, D.C., do nothing about it. They do nothing about it. And and I'll just say this. Senator Mitch McConnell, House Speaker Paul Ryan, all the Republicans, yes, all the Republicans with the exception of maybe a handful, they fail, when they're in leadership, they fail to pass legislation to secure our border. They will not do it. They will not do it. And they say, well, well, we just got, you know, $1.6 billion in, 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 in border security passed two weeks ago. That is, that is lame. $1.6 billion out of a 
trillion dollar spending bill and you want to brag about that? You want to brag about that? And hardly any of it, well, actually none of it, goes to build the border wall that President Trump campaigned on. So don't tell me you're sending a small fraction of our of our budget down to, down to the southern border to secure it and brag about that. You ought to be ashamed. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even say anything about it. I'd be so embarrassed if I were a congressman to say, oh, we're securing our border. No, you're not. You're not securing our border. You're lying. You're lying to keep the pressure off of you because you failed to secure our border. If you want to secure our border and, you're, and you don't want the National Guard going to the southern border, then you need to build a wall. You need to authorize the funds to build a wall. If you can't tell, folks, I uh, do not have much respect for politicians in Washington, D.C. I have respect for the institutions and the seats that they hold, but I do not have much respect for the men themselves. And, and, and I would say, just, uh, just like I said earlier in the show, if we can, I would, allow the, I would allow the National Guard to make arrest on the southern border and hand them over to federal officials to process. Um, but, you know, I, I really like to, after I get done uh, venting on the stuff going wrong in our nation's capital, and this is a good thing that Trump's sending the National Guard down there, but I want to just make a few proposals. I want to make a few proposals that I think if these things were implemented, these policy changes, I think this would really, really fix much of our immigration system. Uh, the first thing that I would propose is that we must end what is called catch and release, what I covered earlier, catch and release. That's where we apprehend or arrest illegal aliens, and then we release them into the public, into the United States for who knows how long. And what happens here is we process them, our law enforcement processes the illegal immigrants, and we set a court date often, but the court date is often months or years later. And guess how many show up, how many illegal immigrants show up to a court date? Hardly any of them. Hardly any of them show up to a court date because guess what they're going to find out at the court date? The date that they are to be deported. So who in their, in their right mind would show up to the court date? They're already criminals. They've crossed our border illegally. They're not going to show up to the court date if they're smart. The second thing I think we need to do is we must fast track deportation. Now, a lot of this, I'm making it sound simple, but it's very complex. But I think we need to fast-track deportation. And what I mean by that is, I think it would be excellent if the same day you cross the border, the same day you are deported. How discouraging would that be to drug cartels and illegals who cross our border if the same day they cross it into America, they are deported back to their country of origin? That would be excellent. That would be excellent. And then we don't have to pay for food and shelter and jail and judges to process them. Send them back. You cross the border illegal, illegally and you're not a U.S. citizen? Send them back. Send them back immediately. And at the end of the day, we need a wall. We need a border wall between the United States and Mexico. It has to happen. Thank you, folks, for listening to Exposing Washington. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend.